Good Monday morning to you. What did you learn yesterday uh, when you attended God's house? Did you learn something, I hope, about what God is like? Did you learn something about what God likes? Perhaps uh, you were challenged in what you heard from God's word, convicted a little bit, maybe encouraged. I hope you always go away from a gathering with God's people encouraged, even if uh, in the course of the hours together, the Holy Spirit convicts you as that in itself is an act of grace. Well, uh, we're starting off a new week today, and on this Monday morning, we're we're looking at reading in our uh, Bible reading one of the uh, most interesting passages in the book of Hebrews, and it has to do with this Old Testament person, Melchizedek. Um, Now, there is a a pretty strong division (laughs) between interpreters of who this Melchizedek is. Some uh, hold very strongly to the opinion that Melchizedek was simply a pre-incarnate appearance of Christ, and um, they seem to think that the writer of Hebrews is indicating that. And then others have a very strong opinion that, no, Melchizedek was a very real person. He was a man uh, who was the king of the village or city of Salem, and uh, he was also a priest of the Most High God. And of course, this was during the time of Abraham. So this is pri- uh, prior to the establishment of the Mosaic Law and the, uh, the um, Aaronic priesthood and the tribe of Levi and so forth. You know, Levi wasn't even born yet. So uh, who, who was this Melchizedek? Well, my opinion is, and my interpretation of this passage, is that Melchizedek was indeed a very real human being. He was a man. And what the writer of Hebrews is doing is looking at that passage in Genesis chapter 12 and uh, drawing an analogy between Melchizedek and Christ and his priesthood. And there are a lot of uh, parallels that can be drawn. You know, one of the things that people who hold that Melchizedek was just a, 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 um, a pre-incarnate appearance of Christ, is that, you know, writer of Hebrews says that he was without father, without mother, without genealogy, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, uh, but made like the Son of God. Uh, this idea that he was, he didn't have a father or mother, he had no genealogy, he had no beginning of days or life, they look at that and they say, well, see, he was eternal. He, he was the eternal Son of God in human form. But I think what the writer of Hebrews is doing is simply saying that in the Old Testament record, there's no record of who Melchizedek's father was or who his mother was, uh, when he began, when he died, that, you know, he just, Melchizedek in the biblical record just comes on the scene. He just shows up. And uh, he draws some other parallels too. Melchizedek, uh, his name means... Uh, king of righteousness, king of righteousness. And the city that he ruled over was Salem, which means in the Hebrew language, peace. So he's the king of righteousness and the king of peace. And of course, Jesus is uh, the prince of peace, and he's the king of righteousness. And another parallel uh, with Melchizedek and Jesus 
is that uh, he was a priest who was also a king, as is the Lord Jesus Christ. So you have all of these parallels. Um, I, I don't think they I don't think they prove that Melchizedek was uh, a pre-incarnate appearance of Christ, but I do think he proves to be a wonderful type of Christ. And I think that's what the writer of Hebrews is saying, which is why at the end of verse uh, 3, he says he was made like the Son of God. He didn't say he was the Son of God. He was made like the Son of God. So he serves as a type. And you have all kinds of types in, in, in the Old Testament of uh, New Testament realities. There are other things that are the type of Christ and so forth. But uh, the wonderful thing about this priesthood of Melchizedek is it serves as uh, a wonderful picture of the priesthood of Christ, a priest of the Most High God who is also a king, a king of peace and a king of righteousness. And this certainly describes our Savior, our Lord, Jesus. Uh, so this is why uh, this is why the writer of Hebrews says at the end of verse uh, 20 of chapter 6, that Christ has become the high priest forever according to the order of Melchizedek. What is that order of Melchizedek? That's why he goes on to describe that order in chapter 7. A priest who comes on the scene who is not an Aaronic priesthood, he doesn't descend from the tribe of Levi, but he transcends it. Uh, He is beyond that uh, tribe of Levi priesthood, that Aaronic priesthood. Uh, This is a different order of priest, a priest who could also be a king, a a king who reigns in righteousness and a king who reigns in peace. This is the Lord Jesus Christ. What a wonderful uh, type Melchizedek serves of our Savior, the Lord Jesus. So I don't know that that necessarily answers all the questions that a person might have related to who Melchizedek was. But I, I hope it gets you thinking a little, a, a little bit at least, and uh, perhaps you have been on the fence and maybe confused about this whole thing of Melchizedek. Who was he and what's the significance of Melchizedek? Well, uh, I think this is helpful if we really just look at him as a type of Christ, that, a type that Jesus perfectly, wonderfully fulfills. All right. Heavenly Father, we do thank you today for our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for his perfection in the priesthood, a a perfect priest for his people, but also a king, a king of righteousness and a king of peace. Thank you for our Savior. Bless these thoughts to our hearts today, we pray. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, well, have a wonderful Monday. Hope your week gets off to a great start. May the Lord bless you.